Welcome, bride chillas and groom chillas. Groom chillas, Alicia. Let's uh, let's workshop that. You're listening to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one wedding podcast hosted by author, comedian, and wedding advice giverer Alicia McCormick. That is right. That is me. And today's episode is called Confessions of an Awful Bridesmaid. And today's special guest is me. It's me. I'm not a complete shit bloke, but I'm occasionally not perfect. And uh, God, I'm never perfect. I think that's probably the bride chiller mantra. I am never perfect. Let's put that on an Instagram post today. I wanted to bring you this episode. I've been sitting on it for a little while. Because I needed to get the other half of the story, which I did when we were back in Australia earlier in the year. And I've just had so many episodes to get out. I haven't quite got to it yet. But I wanted today to share with you an interview that I did with my dear friend, Nicole, uh, who you might hear me in the upcoming uh, clips that I'm going to play you. We call her Babes because she is English and English Australian. And she's always like, babes, can you do this? Babes, babes. So it sort of became um, her thing. And we call her babes. And I think a lot of our friendship group, our extended friendship group, can't bring themselves to call someone babes. But it's in an ironic, loving way. So you might hear me go, come on, babes, 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 babes. And that's what it means. That's my disclaimer. So here is the story. I'm going to let us tell it in clip form. Which I thought would work well because a few weeks ago I did a Q&A episode and recently I've been doing a lot more uh, featuring of your voice messages, but also playing the voice messages and cutting in, which seemed to be quite popular. And I got so many messages from people. I'm going to read some now, actually. The lovely Caitlin wrote to me via the Save the Date Facebook page. She says, OMG, Alicia, please keep interrupting the voicemails. I'm listening to episode 132. I had to stop my run and uh, Facebook you this on a random street corner because that's how much I love them. Your candid comments are so funny. You remind me of one of my besties. Thank you for making me laugh so hard. Keep up the great work. XOXOXO. Thank you, Caitlin, for stopping your run. And good on you for going running and listening to podcasts. You know I love that so much. It's my thing. I can't encourage you more. It it stops the pain. Let's just say it stops the pain. However, I recorded... I'll get back to the point now. Come on. If you're new to the podcast, this is what you've signed up for. I, When we were in Australia, I interviewed my dear friend, Nicole, all about, well, look, a couple of things. And one of them is letting her down as a bridesmaid. I don't actually think I let her down. As you're here, we have quite a, a feisty conversation about this. There were circumstances that were partially out of my control, but also I made some choices surrounding uh, her wedding that perhaps were selfish, but then also selfish on a more positive note to try and do my job better. This will all make sense when you listen to this. But I want to warn you, I recorded this in a cafe And it was our last day, as I'm going to say, you'll just hear me say this already, Alicia, in Australia. And we were just going out for breakfast. It was casual. I was off the clock. But of course, I happened to have a microphone in my handbag. I shit you not, I carry one around because I'm obsessed in case I might meet someone or talk to someone. But the audio quality isn't as sweet, isn't as sweet, sweet, sweet as I would like it to be. But hopefully with a bit of compression and a bit of audio magic after I record this, I can make it prettier. But I do want to apologize. It's not my normal standard of audio, but I just keep listening. It's worth it. She's hilarious. I love her. The conversation starts with me confronting Nicole, babes, about not making 
it to her hen's day, bachelorette's day. Feel the atmosphere. We're in a cafe. Last day in Australia, sitting here with my best, 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 best friend. How many bests did you get? Many, many bests. She would have broken my face if I didn't say that. I was watching you with my hawk eyes. Now, we were just having a discussion and I just whipped the microphone out because we couldn't have this discussion off mic because I'd feel really bad. I missed your hen's day. Yeah. Now, you did. And here's the thing. Sorry. So, the recipe book is something that... uh... She's got the smoked salmon. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Thank you. The recipe book is actually something that many people have listened to and replicated on the podcast I've been talking about. Wow. Oh, that's cool. People really like the idea that... Oh, my God. How do you feel about that? I feel... Great. That is really cool. Thank you. That's great. That's it. That is cool. I just want to say here that if you haven't heard about what Nicole Babes and her beautiful husband Mikey did for me, including all of my wonderful bridesmaids and friends, is that they created a very special cookbook that Mikey is a graphic designer. He's amazing. And as a gift on my hen's day, Nicole asked my dear friends for their favorite recipe that they had cooked with me or shared with me or their favorite recipe that they would like to pass on to me as a new wife. And it was such a lovely idea and it was such a cool looking cookbook and I use it all the time. They've all added things that I love to this cookbook. And it was such a simple idea And I know Mikey's very talented with her graphic design, but like I've said before, it's one of those things that you could easily do in Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com, one of my favorite free graphic design programs online. And uh, it's a great gift. Made chillers. Do it. Copy it if you haven't already. Okay, back to it. You said me not coming to your hens. Now, it wasn't because I didn't want to come to your hens day. No, you had other other things to do. But I'm not quite sure what they were. We were travelling from another wedding. Oh yes, that's right, another wedding. Of <laughs> the person that didn't come to your hen's day. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think I win this. You do, but you know, because I am in the spirit of transparency oh, with yeah. my listeners. I am not perfect. There is no, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel consumed with guilt that I missed your hen's day. So I just want to say that out loud. That I'm so sorry. I've missed you. That's all. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. And now at the moment, you've only can hear that the Dixie Chicks are playing Landslide in the background, so we can all just sit around and cry. <laughs> I, 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 I will say that if you want me to make you feel better, it's okay. No, but that doesn't feel real. <laughs> that feels insincere. I still love you. I still love you. Don't worry. It's hard. But I'm never going to get married again, and there'll be never an opportunity to come to my head. My husband just said you never know, though. So yeah. Every day is a hen's day with you, babe. That's right. That's right. Okay, so I sensed, and knowing her, and I'm sure you've got your bestie and you know their vibes and you know their tone, that this wasn't the end of this conversation. Now, I don't want to get all, you know, he said, she said, she said, she said sort of thingies. I want to explain the situation. We had moved to England, Rich and I, and then we'd flown back to Australia to attend two weddings and also to get my visa. It's a boring, complicated story, but I had to go back to Australia to apply for a visa to then go back to England. It fucking sucked. It really sucked. And I ended up spending uh, nine weeks sleeping on my friend Julia's couch in her spare room because the visa people said, yeah, it'll take a couple of weeks. And it didn't. It took nine weeks. 
and Rich was in England and I was in Australia. However, we went home to go to Nicole and Mikey's wedding and our other friend Jane and Dan's wedding and they happened to coincide within days of each other. So it made it really tricky to attend Babes' hen's night. Now, that was annoying. And yes, I absolutely regret not being able to go to her hen's night, as you will hear. See, this is what it's like being friends with me. A lot of you write and say, I want to be your bestie. I want to be your friend, but you've got to put up with my shit as well. But that's friendship. And uh, Nicole and I, I'm, we're going to go through a little bit about how we know each other because we've had so many adventures and I don't want this to sound hammy. But, but Nicole was the first girlfriend that I've ever had as an adult who really changed my perspective on a lot of things. And I don't go into great detail in this chat because we're in a cafe. You know, it's loud, it's annoying. But the history of our relationship, I think, is interesting from the perspective that I had just broken up with my ex-fiance. I'd moved from Tasmania, the tiny island at the bottom of Australia, to Sydney. And I'd moved into my first share house. I had made some probably you know, amateur errors of having sex with my flatmate. You don't do that, by the way. Don't do that. You're probably not going to do that because you're engaged. You listen to a wedding podcast. The prospect of having sex with a flatmate is probably not going to happen to you. Big mistakes. And I was really lonely and I had thought I've just ditched all my friends in Tasmania to take a job in Sydney, but I thought it was a good thing because I'd get away from my ex-relationship. I needed to move on and start something new. And when we met, it was just the right time. It was, it was sort of like, I don't want it. This is going to, this is when this is this hammy bit, but it was my sex in the city moment. She was my person that I just connected with immediately. She's blonde. She's sassy. She's got an accent. She doesn't take any shit. And we had a lot of fun together. So she was sort of my reawakening friend. I say that and it sounds silly, but anyway, here we go. I'm um, so I have known babes, Nicole for how many years? Um, 100. Yeah. No, I'm trying to actually think. Is it... Did we meet in 2005? It was 2006. Yep. And we met at work. I was living in Sydney in a share house after my breakup of my previous engagement. And you showed me the light. Yes, sure did. We were good mates. We still are good mates. Exactly. We had a good time. We stole wine. Yep just want to say we did steal wine and the deal was on a Friday night we were working in a TV production company that worked us into the ground. I just shit you not. And on Friday night they had wine time. Five o'clock an email would go around and they had this cool bar where they would usually take clients and uh, TV show execs but they'd let us in there on a Friday night and often we would take the wine from the bar to our desks and drink it and then put the wine bottle because we were poor and Young put the wine bottle in Nicole's big, huge handbag and then take that somewhere else to drink. So it's theft in a way, but not bad theft. Put that in, in court. <laughs> Broke a chair. Broke a chair. Went out dancing. Took GHDs. Sorry to break in again. I just want to say that GHDs isn't a drug. It's GHDs, the hair straighteners. Just want to reiterate. We're not like, you know, it's not ketamine or anything. Nicole would put the GHD, she used to get this handbag, I can't, it was like the Mary Poppins handbag, like she used to carry a lot of shit in this handbag and she would always bring the GHDs to work, so as we were drinking the wine at work on a Friday night, we would then go to the bathroom and curl our hair and stuff and get all crazy and sassy. Oh my god, I sound so young. Rich just said we got lost in a limo. I get you to your destination. Babes and I, babes threw me a surprise 25th birthday. Another party I threw for you. Oh. Feeling the burns, feeling the burns. For my 25th birthday, she organised a limo 
and the limo driver was on his first night of driving a limo. And we were in quite a uh, roaded suburb. Yeah, and he just had one thing, and that was basically to drive us across the Sydney Harbour Bridge to a very swanky restaurant called Aria. If you go to Sydney, visit it. It's gorgeous. But he really couldn't drive that limo. Look, it's down a one-way street. Which is a problem when you've never driven a very long extended car. <laughs> and he got really panicked. And the other thing was, on this day, I'd make a CD of all your favourite music to listen to on the way to the... Uh, I'd done that as well. Okay. <laughs> but the problem was, he... We put the CD in the limo, bring anything up there, yeah, but, you know... No, she's not harbouring any bad feelings. But so the guy put the CD in, the, in the, the limo, put the CD in the CD player, and then for some reason it was only playing track one. Yeah, and it was on repeat of the track one. It Toto's Africa. <laughs> well, I really enjoy it. It's a great song. But we, over and over. we heard it 33 times <laughs> while this guy got lost down a one-way street in North Sydney, and he panicked and then Nicole was going could you please skip the track and then hit the famous line which we've repeated a hundred times is I'm just trying to get you to your destination so that's one that we use over and over again when anyone's panicking in a car I'm just trying to get you to your destination and then Nicole's like but it's her birthday and he did not give a shit to get to your destination and <laughs> I'll and then we uh, went to this expensive restaurant, got very drunk, and at one stage, Nicole Nicole leaned across to me and said, I can see two of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Loose. Loose. Very loose, but that's what the good times roll. Anyway, your wedding came around. You got engaged to the wonderful Mikey, Mikey Pups, and here's one I thought my listeners would be interested in. You asked me to be both your bridesmaid and your MC. That's right, yeah. Now, this caused some worry with both of us. You want to do it. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I was really... I'm a dress. And do the MC and wearing a dress. Okay, okay. So this is the thing. So, this is going to be like, till, the, till we're 90, we're going to have this conversation and we're never going to be able to resolve it. And I feel really bad about it. You did this. it. You did what you wanted. <laughs> I sound like an asshole. <laughs> well, you did it. <laughs> So here's the deal. Can I just explain? As a person, like MC, comedian, I really wanted to just do a rip-roaring job. And I wanted to be able to... You did a rip-roaring job. I can't Thank say roaring. Fine. And I really wanted to be able to run that wedding, make sure everything's working, keep everyone happy, keep it on the road. And I knew it was a really big job. And I also was aware that we'd be going off having bridesmaids photos and doing all that stuff. And I thought, I can't do both jobs properly. And then I think I didn't really say that in a good way at the beginning, and it hurt your feelings, and I always feel bad about that. Well, no, it was all right. In the end, it was all right, wasn't it? Because you did a great job, and you were happy, and you got your makeup done, so you felt like one of the girls. I felt like one of the girls. But were you disappointed still? Well, I would have liked you to be my bridesmaid as well. I would have liked to be a bridesmaid too. We, I don't, when we go back and just redo the wedding? <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to have to, aren't we? On the hen's night. <sighs> I've let you down as a friend. And this is why I like doing this podcast, because I can admit that probably wasn't handled this <laughs> Well, maybe I did some faux pas at your wedding, though, which you can really bring I don't up. remember any faux pas. I don't really remember anything, no. It was very casual. down twice to Melbourne. You did? So you organised... It's all right, babe. I'm not harbouring any, any kind of... You're not, you're secretly not going, oh, that bitch. You did such a lovely job at MC. I really enjoyed doing it. And I felt like job. that was my gift. Absolutely. My gift of my big mouth to you. Yeah. And we're back. 
both fellow only children, so it was really nice to just defend, in a way, being an only child. Mm. But also to show you can meet great guys or gals yeah, and be absolutely. a big team unit. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. No. I wouldn't change it. It would have been nice if you'd been at the hens night, that's all. God, I wish I was there. Yeah. It was really hard because yeah. we'd been to that other wedding the day before. It was like the week of weddings. God. We'll do another hens night. We'll relive it. Yes. Listening back, that sounds somewhat unconvincing. But I wished I'd gone out of my way to figure out a way to get there. I don't know, catch an earlier plane or make it happen. So I think, I don't know, maybe if I'd said to Nicole, oh yeah, really? I mean, I'm sure I said, yeah, sure, that's okay. Uh, We can, you know, miss the other wedding, but we didn't want to miss the other wedding. It was really bad timing. Maybe there would have been a better outcome. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. But that's what's good about presenting this podcast. I can at least give you some ideas and talk about my mistakes and uh, occasional bad moves. Brief pause for some announcements. And we will return with Nicole's thoughts on her wedding day. And it's really interesting to me because I was there. It was beautiful. Yet she's got lots of uh, thoughts and feelings about what she would like to change if she were to do it all over again, which I think is always fascinating to hear. Give me a B. Give me an R. Give me an I. Uh, Alicia, this is going to take too long. Bride Chilla, can I just say the word? You know, by listening to this podcast... You're on your way to becoming a bride chilla. Go girl. If you have a question for Alicia, visit savethedatepodcast.com to send her a message and leave her a voicemail. You can even buy a bride chilla t-shirt and tote while you're there. I am bride chilla. Hear me roar. Has there been anything about planning your wedding that you have not paid for? And I don't mean theft. This is not about stealing. What has been free about your wedding planning? I could have put a sound effect in, but I did it myself there. The answer is this wedding planning podcast. It's absolutely free and it always will be free. But I am asking you today to become a Save the Date wedding podcast supporter. And that means throw in a couple of bucks, well, maybe more than a couple of bucks. I mean, I'm not going to be picky. A couple of bucks is fine. My way to show your support and help me with the running costs of this podcast. Visit savethedatepodcast.com slash support, show your support, or perhaps buy a t-shirt or a tote. They're on the website too. Thank you so much for your support. I thank you and my landlord thanks you. Final thoughts about your wedding. If you were to do it again tomorrow, would you change anything? Yeah. Lots Straight of things. What would you change? Um, a different groom. No, you're so gorgeous, Mikey. I would have uh, had less people. Guests. Yeah, less guests. How many less? How many did you have? 60. I would have had, I would have had about 40. Yeah. I would have had more trials with my makeup artist. Because I wasn't really very happy with my hair or makeup. Really? No. Oh, I loved your hair and makeup. I wouldn't have had my hair the way I had it. I felt it was too severe. I thought your hair was beautiful. I hated it. Wow. <laughs> One thing I know we got, should have had softer around my face. I went too severe around my face. I did notice, and this is for brides on the day, and I was so proud of you. She did the hair once, and then Nicole went, I am not happy with this hair. Let's start again. Yes, yeah. And I was proud of you because I thought... You didn't just, you're not a yes man, you were you were bride chiller to the max by saying, I don't like this, and you were calm, you weren't mean, and I watched the hairdresser, and I'm like, you better behave, be good hairdresser, and she coped very well, she was calm, they undid it, she put rollers in, 
started again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember something like that. I think it's really interesting throughout this conversation, Nicole sort of goes, did I do that? I don't remember that. Because as we go back again, and I'll say it a thousand times, the day goes really quickly. You're on this sort of weird high slash, I don't know, as, as bride chiller as I like to say, to be. It's dress is too short. What? Yeah. So basically change everything. No, I just was annoyed with my dress. I spent a lot of money on my dress and it was felt it was too short. Is it in the length of the dress? Yeah, like, I think they trimmed it at the end of it. Like I put my shoes on, did my shoe test, and it was fine in the in the fitting, in the final fitting. And then the girl took the scissors to round the bottom of it for some reason. And I was like, why is she doing that? And then when I got the dress on, it was a little bit, you could see my feet underneath it in some photos. So I don't know why they've done that very expensive my dress was very expensive it was very expensive we've never and this is one of the things I remember babes coming to me and saying I'm never going to tell you how much I spent on the dress because you'll be say how much my dress eight thousand dollars okay look how cool I was with that basin (laughs) so I suppose being my friend you wouldn't be surprised and especially with my interest and background in weddings that Nicole knew that if she said to me I spent eight thousand dollars on my wedding dress that I would have exactly had exactly the same response I just had then, but there would have been a face. And I am not anti-spending eight Gs on a dress. If you've got eight Gs to spend on a dress, bam, spend it. It was fucking beautiful. It was a really beautiful dress. I didn't know that she didn't really like the fact that the length was wrong. And yes, if you are paying that amount of money, then damn straight, that dress should be exactly how you want it to be. But I just want you to hear now how I deflect the sort of shock that she had spent eight grand on a dress. I, I thought, I thought maybe nine. So you, oh, what? Would you, so would I have done that again? Like, knowing that you would, I would have gone to a different designer. Really? I would have spent. I would have spent the same. I don't regret the money. I just, I was very angry with that designer. Probably won't be tagging the dressmaker on uh, Instagram then today. Although I think the dress was stunning and I'm sure you'll agree when you check out the photos. It is beautiful. And I had no idea. Again, am I a bad friend? Or maybe Nicole just kept it under a hat. And also valuing your wedding planner because they had a wedding planner, as you'll hear. And it's good to hear her thoughts on on the aesthetic things. But also, it doesn't really matter about that stuff. You know, exactly what Nicole sort of deduces from this whole feedback session we had in the cafe is that, yeah, this is the stuff that she would probably change or do it over if she could do it again. But ultimately, we had a really good time and uh, it's great to hear her feedback, but she's not hung up on it. Although she's very funny. Like, I thought, I thought it was a very well-run event. Thank you. Oh, yeah, well, well my, my, my wedding panel, although she did my head in throughout, right, and she did a great job on the day. She was amazing. I was a bit hard on her on the day because I was like, I need answers, I need this. Oh, I got into, well, not rude, but I'm just like, listen, things are going to go. I felt such pressure because of the bridesmaid thing and because of I felt like I'd let you down that I thought this thing can't fucking go wrong or I'll cut a bitch so I was probably a little hard sorry Nicole's wedding planner she was good though she was very she was great really impressed with her so you get a wedding planner I say because then you don't have to stress about anything I'm a big fan of the wedding planners Kate didn't hate my cake why? like the taste of it but hey the cake looked like an alien had landed it was disgusting it looked awful I hated that cake I can't even remember the cake. It looked like a weird pink alien 
Great point from Nicole. If you are going to be taken somewhere else in between your wedding ceremony and reception, then make sure you have the conversation with your photographer about where they're taking you and what they're doing. Now, they might know if you've listened to episode 99 and 101 from memory, look at that good memory, with Laura Babb, the wonderful wedding photographer. She does talk about uh, the pros and cons of your photographer knowing your venue or location. If a photographer does know the venue, they might know all the sweet spots to get the photo. But then again, they're also going away and getting photos that you've probably had before. But who knows? You're not going to see a hundred other couples' photos. Who gives a shit? But Nicole makes a really good point that she and Mikey were taken away to an antique shop, which had nothing to do with their relationship. Photos were beautiful, but also it was time that they could have been back at the venue with all of us just smashing a good time. So again, have the conversation with the photographer. If they're planning to put you in a car and take you elsewhere, make sure it's worth your while and it has relevance to your relationship. All right. Now, can I just be honest with you? I found the photographer a little aggressive on the day. Oh, I, think, I don't know. Do you remember him yelling no. a bit? No. Do you remember him yelling, Mikey? Was he yelling? Yeah. Oh, I was drunk. You were drunk. Um, <laughs> good. I just, there was one moment when he yelled at you and I was like... I remember that. Stop yelling at my friend. I don't remember that. He was lovely. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay. I think it was just one moment, and maybe he was trying to rally us because we were dicking around, and I was being a loud mouth, and we're having a bit of a laugh. Is that before the wedding? Oh, right. Maybe. Maybe. I'm glad that didn't. That wasn't a memory for you because it was one memory, and I thought, oh, I hope he's not going to yell the whole day. Yeah. He took a good photo though. Yeah. I love the venue. I love the mark. I love the setup. I thought it was beautiful. So Nicole got married, Nicole and Mikey got married in Byron Bay on a beautiful farm overlooking the, is it the hinterland? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, over the, uh, you can see everything, 360. Yeah. The whole Beach, country, mountains, cows, there were cows there on the day. A dog. A dog. Yeah, a, a farm dog who was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And you had delicious cocktails. Wow. The flowers were brilliant. I like the flowers. She was great. I like my floral headpieces. That was beautiful. Yeah, you did. You were one of the people I think could really rock a floral headpiece. I was for me because I'm not a very chilled person. I was very very chilled. I was a bit worried. You know, the day before things were stressful. The weather could have gone, and then on the day you were like a in a good way. Super zen. Super bride chiller. Yeah, I was bride chiller. Hashtag bride chiller. Well, I'm happy we resolved this on the podcast. Yeah, really resolved. Never to be resolved. I love you. I love you too. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Listen to us cackling like witches. I'm so glad that I spent that time in the noisy coffee shop with my beautiful friend, Nicole. And I'm glad that she was honest and open. And I loved hearing all about what she would change. And it's not about the changing of, as I said, the aesthetic stuff. It was probably more about what she values in hindsight and what they valued in hindsight to the wedding. 
And again, if you're paying a lot of money, you need to make sure that you get what you want. And like anything, it's about being proactive and honest and also just letting stuff go that's not important. You know, like she talks about the cake. Who gives a shit? I mean, the cake was delicious. But again, it was really interesting hearing that that wasn't her stuff, wasn't what she actually wanted. And also helped you to get to know me and my people a little bit more. I did warn you at the beginning of the show, I ain't perfect, uh, but I do believe in settling things and making sure that you are on an even keel when it comes to friendship. It was also just great to have the discussion with it because I thought, well, I thought I couldn't do both jobs. And then sitting there with Nicole and even the last two years thinking about this thing, look at me, I'm a good friend, I think about this shit, that I probably could have done it. I probably could have done it, but I was really concerned of not being there and being organized and being a bit of a control freak that I'd be running around and changing outfits. And that, you know, I should have maybe made that happen. So I suppose my whole message in this episode today was really being able to share with you these decisions and just to say that friendship, good friends, bridesmaids, people, made chillers, people that you love and you want to be close to, these people understand you just got to be able to speak it and say it, have a conversation. We're all so scared to speak. We didn't have a big falling out, as I said. We've recovered. It's not a big thing. But also, I don't want to be hosting this podcast and painting myself in some sort of light. She's amazing. Everything she does is right. God, no. Oh, my God, no. If you have a bridesmaid drama or a good time story, some maybe, I like a story about resolution, a story about something that you have changed by communicating. I want to hear some good times. I want to hear your feedback. Leave me. Oh, here we go. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Leave me a voicemail, please. You know how much I love the voicemails. And if you want to leave me a voicemail, I've extended the amount of time I paid the money, <laughs> basically, to the company to extend the amount of time that you can leave me a voice message. It's like three minutes now. So if you want to leave a longer message, you don't have to leave two, but I appreciate the people that did leave two. You're very good. Very good. But three minutes should be adequate amount of time. Or if you've got a six minute message, you know what I'm saying? Double it up. Go, sweetheart. Go. Oh, delighted that you shared this time with me today. Again, apologies about the uh, cafe quality, but I thought it was good enough. I thought the message was good enough for you to tolerate a couple of uh, crappy mic breaks. I am delighted that you are joining me. I love you. Until next week, happy days. Save the date wedding podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.